What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode. Yeah, yeah. One more time, I'm feeling it. One more time, because I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode of the Black Men Win Podcast with your boy, Ty the Pie Guy. And we are here... With another amazing interview, man. Listen, um, the Black Men Win podcast. When we started, when we started the Black Men Win series. Now, if if you want to know the history about this a little bit before we actually get into our interview, um, we started this as just a, a, a blogging series, a little bit, right? I would email, you know, friends and cohorts and associates of mine who I you know, new and would just ask them these questions and to their deep and, and, and honestly to my deepest gratitude to them, they, they, they responded in so much um, great fashion and which turned into a podcast that has really, um, really reached a, a significant amount of, 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 of black men who really appreciate the show. So, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for watching, for tuning in. This has been an amazing journey. We're not done yet, but we are still going, so I'm thankful. Uh, but we have another a great, uh, another great, amazing interview on tap for you today. So per first question on the docket, we are going to let our guest gas themselves. So that means that our guest is going to introduce themselves, tell them, what um what they have going on who they are don't slack on nothing you feel me don't don't be too modest let them know what you got going on let them know because you're winning out here so let them know what you got going on my, my guy let them know who you are thank you thank you i appreciate this opportunity um i love the podcast i listen i listened to it when you first sent it to me uh with the opportunity oh, um and I, it, I, no problem <laughs> gotta do the research got to um you know to see what i'm getting myself into and i'm glad you know, I have the opportunity because this is a great space um, for a black man to listen and just learn from each other and talk to each other. So Absolutely. Um, without further ado, my name is Devin Michael Vilfraud, um, born and raised um, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, currently in Tallahassee, Florida, at the High Seven Hills, Florida and m University. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. You already know okay. how it is um, over there in Tallahassee. So uh, I currently serve as a state president of the Florida Youth and College Division of the NAACP, as well as a uh, former president uh, with two tenures under my belt at the FAMU chapter of the NAACP. Also, um, yes, sir, many, many men, 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 and many hats. I'll say that. Men of um, many hats, a, for real. Yes, sir. Um, I am a veteran of the United States Army. I just finished up six years in February. Um, I served as the Associate Chief Justice of the Supreme Court for um, FAMU SGA um, going into where at right now I'm the um, uh, Chief Justice not confirmed but just uh, temporarily I guess I can't think of the word right now but just temporarily until they actually appointed the actual Chief Justice um, but yeah like I said Man of Many Hats uh, National Society of Pressure Rifles is my fraternity um uh, I'm in many other organizations, Collegiate 100, you name it. Uh, I've been turned under uh, Attorney Ben Crump. Um, wow. I've met 
uh, George Floyd family have marched with them, done events with them. They're great people. Um, a member of uh, the, I'm sorry, uh, one of the King Memorial Foundation Fellowship, uh, Social Justice Fellowship. I was a number of class for that. AT&T Rising Future Makers, number of class for that. Um, had some internships in politics at the Florida State Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um, just all around, all around. Uh, I'm not saying that ain't to brag at all. It's just uh, to show where my expertise is and my experiences. Right. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to getting into it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on this podcast. First of all, this brother is a jack of all trades. Do y'all hear me? <laughs> Golly, 24 years old, bruh. 24. 24. Do you do, do you do you do you ever take a time to sit down? <laughs> Man, that's my time and, right now. I'm and, not gonna lie to you. And not even just sit down. I don't, I don't want people to think like, why are you just telling them? No, not sit down. In in, yeah. in terms of like, sit down to actually think about what all that you have on your plate and all that you mm-hmm. are doing right now. I think I tell a lot of folks. Um, you know, we, 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 we tackle a lot of things on our plate, but do we actually take the time to 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 sit down and actually think about, you know, what we're what we're actually doing and what we're actually accomplishing in 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 the in the in the work that we're doing? Have you taken that time to kind of sit down and kind of just breathe and 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 think about the accomplishments that you garner so far? Well, um, that's that's a multifaceted answer, man. Right. Um, as far as as far as the work, taking time to think about the work I do, um, that's right now. Right. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I got burnt out in the middle of the spring semester. I, I was supposed to my graduation graduating semester, um, uh, and you know, as I said, man of many hats, balancing the military, balancing NAACP, um, balancing other organizations, balancing academics, family life, personal life. Um, it, it took a toll on me once Black History Month hit and people were calling for, like, you know, uh, speaking engagements. Or oh, we have this situation. Can you speak on that? Or can you work on that? Can we have this event on campus? Can we have that? And it's like, I'm not opposed to any of that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it did take a toll when this, this is not my experience. When um, I find myself genuinely engaged in the movement right. and uh, in, in, in our community but then you see others um, who don't have that same intent right? Um, that may do stuff but really with the ulterior motive and then you really look around you with me, look around, look around me and I'm like man I already have that much support because I'm, I'm kind of the only one doing it. I'm not saying I am the right, only right, one but right. it should be more people it should be more me out have, Exactly. Exactly. Like really trying to fight and not trying to build their name. Um, I can say for short, with all the, the, the things I have going for me, these plaques behind me, everything I, I've done and accomplished, it's not because I'm trying, I'm trying to do that to build my platform or my name. I can care less about that. I'm doing it because I genuinely care and want to make an impact and people see that right. and they reach out to me for it and they want me to, um, you know, join this or do that or help out with this, which is all cool, fine, and dandy. But as mentioned before, in the spring, I, I just burnt out. Yeah. And even though my intentions were there, it's like, when you give so much to yourself, mm-hmm. 
you, you have uh, no choice but to burn out sometimes, unfortunately. And that's something that I'm learning to get better with, uh, which is why I'm taking that break right now, as you mentioned before, to Absolutely. sit back and not only look at my accomplishments, but look at how I'm going to tackle everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's that's so important. And you know what? With all the accomplishments that you ran down, literally, did y'all hear that? Chief Assistant to the Chief Justice tenure with the NAACP as the president. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, uh, a former Army, we salute you. You feel what I'm saying? Thank you for serving our country. Um, um, and, 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 and so many more that you have accomplished and will accomplish. We just want to give you your flowers and hand claps. You feel me? Clap for you. And 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 honestly, just say you know, continue to do all that you do, be all that you be, and um, continue being the, the the leader that um, a lot of us see and uh, want to be, uh, continuing going down uh, the road and for our next generations forward. So um, I'm excited because you know we have a couple questions, not too hard, not too crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, as you listen to the podcast, we 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 really tap in to um, the psyche of black men, right? We here at this show, we That's we don't show. we we don't kind of shy away from you know talking about the inner the inner e- emos, right, of a black man in a sense. And um, one of the question, uh, the second question that we have on tap is that what do you what do you in these five areas? as I call the black black men's fairest will of feelings, right? In these five areas when we talk about spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, uh, uh, and mental, right? When we have those, when we talk about those, those five areas, where do you see black men, um, particularly being the younger generation, right? We as, you know, kind of the younger generation um, that is making such a a a, a a a a a headway in in um society and and the culture where would you say black men are in that spectrum when it comes to those five areas are we are we getting better are we getting worse my take is that we're 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 somewhere in the middle right we've 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 come, we've come far, but we still have some, 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 some work to do. And I believe that if we work on the mental and the spiritual, that the other three will, will come. What do you say to that? Well, before I answer this question, um, I can't be long-winded, so I want to make sure I, I am respectful to your time. What time exactly? How much time do I have for this um, whole interview? So only I'm not about an hour. Good hour. About an hour. Yeah. Got you. All right. So I'll keep that in mind. Um, so... I believe black men are in a space that we're improving. Right. Um, we are in many different aspects. You can, you can tell that black men are making progress towards not only themselves, but how we treat others and how we are shedding the generational trauma and the cycles um, that have preceded us. Right. So I said, say, if you listen to the Nintendo Lamar, I love it. I love it. Right. I love it. Loved it. Um, amazing album. He, uh, it's amazing because he speaks on on, on these issues. Yeah. How yep. black men are not only uh, coping with these issues that we had in our past, but also how we should look 
force within ourselves mm-hmm. and build these issues so we can make a better future for not only ourselves but our children and everyone we impact. Right. So I believe um, black men are really, really become more conscious of themselves, become more conscious of how we are treating and affecting others mm-hmm. um, as well as what's affecting our ourselves and everyone else because of what happened in the past. So it's not like a past, present, future thing uh, when it comes to black men, especially right now, um, because we're just becoming more aware of it and, and, right, and right. understanding how to um, navigate around that with everything that we, you know, have learned about ourselves and our right. society. Right. Um, I think I think that's spot on. I think it, it's not more so like you, I think I think you said something very very prominent. It's not uh, past, present, future thing. Where where we're learning more um, as as the generations continue to come. Right, um, mm-hmm. generation exactly. after generation continues to learn more and more and more about our history. And one thing we have to understand as a, as as a black people, as black Americans, right. Um, we don't know our history to the fullest extent, right? There's some people who know bits and pieces. There are some people who know more than others, but it's not always a hundred percent there. That's a rarity. And I've, and I've never heard of it when it comes to black Americans, right? I want to make that distinction. You understand what I'm saying? And so when it comes to us, we can have maybe, I've seen people with maybe like a 50, maybe 60%. That's a lot to know your history from that, that much of it. That's a, that's, that's, that's impeccable. You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of us don't have that to go back off of. I'm, I think for me, I'm still catching up on family history right now. Like I'm, I'm trying to check out with my dad and with my mom and you know what I'm saying? Where they, where they answers come from. So that, that's a, that's work. That That's a lot because we rarely know that and going into that what do you think about the generational patterns we used to call them or what we call them a lot of times is generational curses right what do you think about the generational patterns both positively and negatively right what do you think about them um what are some that you've seen um, growing up and seeing right now uh, that are helping black men in a positive way and then also to that point pushing us back in a negative way in a sense um, so I'll start by saying this to answer that question um, my mentor mm-hmm. I, I also shout out my mentor and his family um, the Akbar family I'm talking yeah, Akbar is my mentor mm-hmm. um, kind of like a second dad he's, he's been here in my life since I was like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, his father is uh, Naeem Akbar. The um, some many know him as or refer to him as the founder of African American psychology, at least mm-hmm. the person who really put on the map. Right. Um, so and I say I say these are the people I learned. What's going on, everybody? Taking some time away from the show to talk to you about one of our newer shows that just dropped right um our new sports talk show and commentary show grind it out hosted by again your boy Todd the pie guy listen this is a basketball mostly talk show that we're going to talk about um little sports uh commentary here a little football here but mostly we're going to be talking about basketball and and i might sprinkle in 
just a little bit of wrestling because I'm that much of a wrestling fan. So I might sprinkle in just a little bit of that. So tap in with the THC Media Network on YouTube. This show will be exclusively on YouTube. Tap in with us. Subscribe to the channel. Like the channel. Um, turn on those notification bells so you won't miss an episode. Every week we will be dropping an episode, all right? Tap in. We love you. See you later. Peace out. Let's get back to the show. From, right. Um, from uh, teenage years on up. Um, and so knowing thyself, which is something that Naeem Akbar um, really, really touched on and, and, and spoke about. Get a book by the world tour, all that spoke about knowing thyself, knowing yourself right, as right. not just an African-American person, an African person, black person, but uh, especially black men. Um, so me, I'm, I'm Haitian-American. Right. Um, okay, so I know I partially some of my exactly shout to my souls. I know partially some of my history, but I don't. I can only go back to my my uh, heritage mm-hmm. as far as my my ancestors to my grandparents. Right. They my great grandparents. Right. I don't know anyone else um, because we don't have that rec- recorded in right. writing like that. Um, so for my brothers who are African American um, uh, ancestry. Y'all may have some of that, you know, the, the written recordings, things like that, of mm-hmm. um, your, your ancestors. Go back and find that. Yeah. Go back and learn about yourself. Uh, do a DNA test, a, a 23andMe. I did, uh, and I learned so much about what makes me me in my DNA. Right. Learn about yourself. Know yourself. And that will definitely uh, propel you to know who you are as a person, what makes you you. Mm-hmm. Me, before even I did all of this, um, I was born. I learned. I was born very recently. Actually, I was born on the day slaves were first brought to the United States. Oh wow! South Carolina, August twentieth, exactly. And the city I was born in was named Plantation, Florida. Where are the odds? And this is not because you know. First of all, the fact that they haven't changed. Haven't. Did they change that city <laughs> name yet? They haven't, and I did research into it, and it turns out. Um, so far that I've learned, it was not an actual plantation, a slave plantation. But I it mean, was, still they named it plantation. It's still I mean, weird. Still, it's still it, weird. Nah, nah, I mean, not in 2022. We can't. We we it's, you listen. cannot have a plantation, Florida, in 2022. It cannot happen. If I need to make a petition oh, to get that shit changed, I will. <laughs> like, uh, uh, we can't Man, plantation, Florida. I was born in Plantation General Hospital. Oh, and not the. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm you are so like, it, that, in the way I was born on the plantation. <laughs> <laughs> not to make light of slavery or nothing like that, but like this is how I say all this to say, right. knowing yourself, knowing what makes you you, knowing you know what happened on even the day you were born, you know, your family, whatever. This helps you find your direction and your path in life. Right. Or even if it's not your direction, it helps you understand what to stay away from in life. Because everything is full circle. Everything is holistic. Everything right. has some type of butterfly effect on something. Right. So when you know more about your history, know about yourself, know about your family, um, it'll help you go forward because it helps you learn about your, yeah, your physical health, mental health. I didn't know I had ADHD that ran in my family. And when I was struggling yeah. academically, I was like, oh, this is why. I this is why. Idea. Right, right. Exactly. Because you know we, we don't go to the doctors college. like that. 
That's one thing we gotta. That's that's one thing we gotta step up, black people. We gotta go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what type of black you is. We gotta go to the doctor. Exactly. Go, the, gotta, you gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> My cat is behind me. Move out of here. No, it's okay. <laughs> She, she being my, I'm sorry, y'all. My cat is being needy butt right now, and she was trying to get my foot. And I'm like, go on, get out of here now. But for real though, we 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 have to we we have to do better when it comes to our bodies. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's and, a, minds. and minds. That's a generational pattern that that I think we we have done better at. Um, yeah. We still have ways to go, um, but that's one that we've done better at. But I think we 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 kind of push and pull that one, right? Like sometimes we'll we'll yeah. be good one week and then we'll pull back for the next like month. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm like, we so wishy washy with that one. But it's like there's so many things that are killing us from diabetes to high blood pressure to to this to that. And I'm like, we we have to make sure that we are taking care of our bodies. Because our bodies are that temple. You know, we, we hear that in church so much. We hear that everywhere, right? That your body is that temple. No matter if it's church or a science class or whatever, you're hearing that your body is that, 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 that signal that it tells you, okay, I need water. I need food. I need this. I need that. You need to sit down. You need to lay down. You need to do this. Da, 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 da. I'm sick. I'm not feeling well. It gives you all the signals of everything. Your body's going to tell you what it needs to do. And when your body is telling you, hey, I need you to work me out a little bit. I need you to get me active and not even work out, but get me active. We look at activity as something of a of and it's something just as some, uh, uh, when we grow up, when we get older, we look at activity as just like, ah, let the kids do it. Well, nah, because then that causes the diabetes that causes the high blood pressure yeah. that causes the 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 extraness that comes with the have the hepatitis and the all of that stuff. So, I think that's one generational curse that I really see us kind of being on a push and pull tug of war battle. You know, always I think consistently since I've been born and and just being um, just seeing it in in, in 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 family and friends and um, college and everything. It was just like. You see a lot of people trying to fluctuate with their weight. Even I did it, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was like, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a. It, I just I just I I I do I just feel as though when we talk about generational patterns and 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 the black community, we have to mm-hmm. acknowledge them. Especially the ones that keep us down, right? We have to acknowledge yeah. them. I, I got one for you. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. I just want no, to no, say no, I got no. One for go you. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm good. All right, cool. Um, one generational trauma I did want to touch on earlier when you asked the question originally was um, homophobia, and not just homophobia, mm-hmm. but being um, resistant towards change or inclusion, right? Um, no matter who it is or what it is or whatever. The reason I say that is because if you think of our struggle, mm-hmm. uh, of, of everything we have to go through as black people, especially in America, um, we have to fight against so much. Right. It's even in fighting, right? However, if we 
fight against others, especially the infighting, um, it's going to make our progress so much harder. Right. And uh, when, when we're not accepting of others, especially in our own community, it makes it makes our, like I said, it makes our progress so much harder because now you have someone that could have been your ally that looks just like you, but because they say homophobia because they, a man may like a man or a woman may like a woman. Yep. You don't want to deal with them. You want to shun them and outcast them. That person could be could have been someone that helped lift up your community, but you pushed them aside. Right. And holding in, not even just that too, but holding in that hatred and just having hatred in your heart for others for whatever reason, it it, it doesn't feel good. Like it, like me, I changed how I treated others. Not saying I treat others bad, but just I just mm-hmm. adjusted, and I feel so much better. I feel right. so much more positive and more loving and more caring because it's like I know as a person at the end of the day no matter who they like or whatever. For context, as a Haitian American I was raised not really with the best um, views on homosexuality. Right. Especially as Caribbean. Caribbeans are notorious. <laughs> shout out that. to all my Caribbean um, brothers and sisters out there, man. Shout out to the Caribbeans. <laughs> Still love y'all. Um, <sighs> and I'm a straight man. However, right. uh, when I got to college, I met certain individuals who were literally born the same day as me. One of my, one of my good, good brothers, um, Chazra Clark, um, born the same day as me, uh, born in the same city, uh, grew up same place. And he, you know, he, he's, forgive me, Chaz, if I'm like, not saying it right, but to my knowledge, he's homosexual. Okay. And that's okay. Right. But meeting him, Interacting with him, becoming class brothers with him, serving mm-hmm. in as, as as leaders on campus with him, um, be, being accepted in AT and T Rising Future Makers with him, mm-hmm. um, I, I I began to appreciate who he was. And just, I was like, he's, he's just a regular person. Right. Why would I hold that that hate or, or or you know negative feeling in my heart for him or people like him when that does mean nothing? Right. That does my community nothing. So you know, just accepting for who they are. Big up, you know, to, to people like them all the time and just shout them out, appreciate their love and, and what they bring to the table. That's that's the most important thing. What they bring to the table. If they're a good person at the end of the day, they're a good person and they deserve all the opportunities just like everyone else. Right. And holding in that hate and negativity is not going to get you as an individual or your community anywhere because now, like I said before, you're shunning you're shunning someone that could bring something to the table. Come on, bro. Um and that will not get us anywhere. Right. Um, just like uh, uh, Fred Hampton, he brought everyone in his community who was who was suffering from the same he did. Uh, white oppression, uh, and he brought them together as a coalition: the black people, the Hispanics. Um, I believe the home, the no, yes. sorry, uh, LGBTQ community. Um, community. Yep, he brought them all together. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, and and white folks too. Yep. The, the, the poor them. white people too. And that's, and, that's a, and that's a powerful man. That's a powerful thing. Exactly. Exactly. Because he, he, he was able to set their differences aside and understand we all are suffering from the same issue. Exactly. It will help us out if we fight together and fight that main issue, put our differences aside. Right. And that's what he did. Right. That's what we have to do. And that's a fact. That's a fact. I think that goes into our, our fourth question. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you... As 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 somebody who's going to be considered as as one of the, you know, young leaders 
mentors to the next generation that's coming up after us. Um, what what can we do specifically as black men, collectively and individually, um, mm-hmm. to continue to excel the next generation that's coming up after us? You know, your your brothers or mm-hmm. your nephews or you know, mm-hmm. your your guy sisters or brothers or the ones that you see that you're mentoring, you know, at the Boys and Girls Clubs or whatever. You know, I'm not talking about you uh, specifically, but yeah. just in general, like what, what you know, I always say, I, I've been saying this on the show for a minute. We are now, I know I'm, I'm 28 and I'm creeping on 30 and I'm continuously realizing like, okay, now I'm the one that, young that the young guns are going to be looking towards to ask questions mm-hmm. now I'm really on some mentor stuff like you think mm-hmm. when you get around uh, during camps and everything that you you know you think you're a mentor right you're really mm-hmm. not a mentor until you really put yourself in the person's life and really start to give them what they need in 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 support in love in um in nourishment right Mm -hmm. knowledge so what do you think we need to do as black men specifically um collectively and individually to um excel the next generation moving forward um as black men we have to change our priorities yes uh, that that is the that's the most succinct way I can say it. Change our priorities. Um, of course, you know, impressing women is nice sometimes. Um, having the flashy stuff is nice. Um, you know, all that superficial stuff is cool. However, as black men, we need to understand what's really important. Right. And not. What's going on, everybody? Taking a moment from the show to talk to you about one of our other shows that you gotta you have to tap into, um, the R&B and Chill podcast. Now, this podcast right here is probably one of my favorite podcasts to host and produce right now, um, just because I love R&B music. And for all the R&B lovers, I think you will like this podcast as well. We do versus battles, uh, head to heads. We do um tribute episodes uh past present and future and we have artist spotlight episodes as well um to really tap in with local um statewide and national artists who are out here killing the r&b game so tap in right now the link is in our bio thcmedianetwork.com forward slash podcast shows where you can tap into the r&b and chill podcast wherever you listen to podcasts from or all audio professional and podcast platforms all right love you peace love and hair grease now let's get back into the show it's important to ourselves but important to our community and the people we affect um we need to understand that how what we do how we do it when we do it is integral to our communities and our cultures uh progression right um because I'm not, I'm not trying to say like you no know, rappers are a problem. No, I love rap music. I love music. I was that was my major at one point. Right. That's not what I'm saying here. 
However, we can't make that our identity. Amen. We can't to make, that. you know, exactly. Like we, we can't make we can't make the flashy stuff, the the, the, the popping bottles in the club, um, um, you know, wearing wearing Gucci or whatever, our identity. Right. Our identity needs to be uplifting those that come after us because when you uplift everyone else, when you do good work, good things will come to you. Right. Like for attorney Crump, for example, right? I have heard many people say, oh, he's just, you know, a grave chaser. He's just taking advantage of all these, you know, uh, unfortunate people uh, with these unfortunate situations. Mm-hmm. No, that man's humble. Like, he, he's, he's a genuine dude. Right. Like I said, I, I intern on him. Um, I'm in his family. I've been to his house. He's a genuine dude. Like, he lives in the South. So I said, actually, just like other people, like, and people won't, won't know that because he has a Netflix documentary coming out. Right. He is all over the world. He's with the president. It's, He's a genuine, loving, caring person, right? And that's how we have to do. That's how we have to be um, going forward as black men. Because when we do the right things, good things will come to us. Like when, when, we, when you see a, a homeless person asking for a dollar, just like Kendrick Lamar said, one of my favorite songs, "How Much Dollar Cost." That dollar will come back to you at any point in time. Absolutely. But you don't know that person's story as as homeless. I've been homeless most times myself. And I understand how it is. Right. You never know that person's story. Give them that dollar. Give Absolute, them that love absolutely. that they may not be getting. You know, and it doesn't have to be in the form of dollar all the time. But like, just always show love. Always be positive. Um, go back to that old age old saying. You know, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Don't say. Like, <laughs> right. You don't have. You don't have to be negative all the time. You right. Right. Negative. You don't have to be spiteful. Yeah. That's the, that's that maturity that we have to have. Um as we grow out of our adolescence, you know? Right. Um, and, and, and it goes back to what I was saying, we have to have our priorities there because our priority as black men is not to put each other down, put our women down, put, you know, other black people down, anyone else, period, down. Our priority needs to be leaders. We need to be understanding who we are and making sure we, as black men, as yourself, is taken care of, your health is taken care of, your mental health is taken care of. Um, you doing what you need to do to make sure you're okay because if, you know, you are the house, you make sure your foundations are right. Because your friends, family, whatever, they're going to be in your house. They're going to be, you know, you are supporting them as the yep. house. But if your foundation as the house is not okay, that house will crumble and everyone inside it, around it, you name it, will crumble with it. You don't do that. Come on. Come on. Now, come on. That was it right there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Because, listen, I don't think a lot of people... Um, when they hear that, I don't think they, you know, it can, as another Adro saying, it go in one ear and out the other, right? And mm-hmm. uh, um, I need y'all to kind of let that let that one catch in your spirit one time because I don't think as as black men we we even think about that concept of hey, you got to make sure you together because you are mm-hmm. the house and you've laid this foundation. And you're letting people into your house. Do you have the, uh, enough stability and enough foundation laid to sustain the people that are coming into your domain? Exactly. Are you ready for that? Well, I don't exactly. need to be ready. Well, maybe a little bit because things mm-hmm. are going to get shaky. Things are going to get mm-hmm. unstable. I'm just, we just speaking facts here. 
If your house is not in order, and we can talk literal or fictitious, (laughs) (laughs) it really don't matter, right? If your house is not in order, then it's it's not it's 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 not going to work. And so, um, I think that's that that was a beautiful point, Um, you know. And just showing love, like again, to your point, it doesn't have to be money all the time. You know, it's it's helping that person out for something because you never know what people are going through, especially now. We are in a pandemic, recession, depression, war, inflation. Mm-hmm. What, what, what else? What else? What else can we say? Everything else, Man. like it's it's so much going yeah. on. That kindness, just a, just a small tad of kindness, can change somebody's day just like that, man. You know, so but let's be kinder to one another, please. Let's be kinder to one exactly. another. There's so much going on in the world today. We have we have everything, especially in our country right now. Like the world has the world has its own problems, but then in our small little country right here, we're having so many problems. COVID keeps coming in and out of here. Pandemic still here. In a sense, jobs are not being, you know, inflation here and there. People are killing mass shootings here everywhere. Like what? And we can't, we have to be kinder to one another. So that leads me into my last question, bro. What does black men win mean to you when you hear that phrase? Black men win. What does that phrase mean to you when you hear that? Uh, that phrase, it means a lot to me. It means, it means many different things. Mainly, it means that we are our own representation of what it's like for us to win. Right. We can look at each other and say, all right, my brother, you're doing good. I want to be just like you. I know sometimes we, you know, we say that and joking or passing with. I mean, it's, it's some truth to that. Like, all right, I see you doing good today. I want right. to be like that. You know, I want my day to be good like that tomorrow. Right. Or I want you know these accomplishments you have, or even it's not those same exact ones. I want to feel accomplished just like you. Right. Um, it, it, black men when it is 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 black men supporting each other just like we're doing on this podcast. Right? Absolutely, you know, absolutely, other, you know, picking each other up. We're winning by conquering the day, conquering our opportunities despite everything else that's going on that's affecting us. Right. So that's black men when we there's just so many other like ways black men win can be interpreted, but you know, those are some of the things that come to mind. Listen, I appreciate that man. Um because that's the point of this podcast. It, it it's for black men. I don't care from freshman year in college barber student hell barber mechanic doctor lawyer entrepreneur musician hell your ass could be locked up right now trying to make sure that you get your shit together you feel what i'm saying i want you to know that you're winning I don't want anybody to tell you that you're not. 
Like, if anybody sit here and tell you that you're not winning, you have a platform and you have a person in me that's going to sit here and tell you religiously that you're winning. Now, you got to work. As we as we talk about every episode, just like this one, we have to work on some things. We have to continuously make sure that we're not only working on our outside self, but also in our inner self as well. True. And when we continue to work, it doesn't have to listen. It's never quick. It's never easy. It is always hard work. Just like we have to put in that work at a nine to five or our, or our, you know going on tour for music or putting them hours in for that that job, we have to do the same thing for ourselves to get ourselves right. And I know you I, I know a lot of people talking about time, but we ain't got the time. Make it. Man, you read my mind. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. You know? You read my mind. Make the time. That was a concept and, and a and a very learn uh, mm-hmm. uh I don't want to say tough learning lesson, but a very hard learning lesson yeah. I had to learn. Make the damn time. Yeah. Well, we have to understand. Can I say something to that point? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm good, I'm good. All right, um, I was, before we ended, I wanted to say this exact thing you were saying, man, because as black men, I feel like we, we put pressure on ourselves to compete with each other or just mm-hmm. compete with, we see it on, on social media or what the rappers are doing, whatever the celebrities are doing. Man, one thing I learned, I'm 24 years old, and one thing I learned in my 24 years of life is Take your time. Yes. Because the only thing we got is time. Yeah. So take your time. Take advantage of it and make sure that you do all you can. Do it the right way. How you want to do it specifically, but make sure it's the right way. Make sure it's it's up to par because you don't want right. to like do it halfway and then regret. You know, because sometimes you can't go back and, right. and, and make certain changes on things. Right. So Take the time you need, whether it be college, whether it be your job, whether it be even you want to just make the right food you want for dinner tonight. <laughs> right. Take the time you need. Don't cut corners, you know, because if you cut corners in life, that product's going to show in life. Absolutely. You know? um, so if, if you need to take the time to better yourself, better your health, um, do what you need to do so we can put the best product out. And I'm not saying product that's in, like, just working or whatever but like unfortunately we live in a capitalistic society mm-hmm. and people get caught up and 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 buying a flash thing doing things quick as possible graduate college as quick as possible right um but it's like you have to make sure you you get what's get the work out of it for right college right. for example right you can go to college for four years even three years if you want to graduate early but if you have a network if you haven't, if you haven't developed yourself as an adult, as a person, if you haven't grown, if you haven't gotten that job opportunity or inter- internship opportunity or post grad opportunity upon you walking that stage, what's the point of going to college if you haven't secured yourself for the next stage? Right. You know, make sure while you're there doing whatever you're doing, not just college. I'm saying doing whatever you're doing in life. Make sure you do it thoroughly, so it's a positive experience and a positive. Uh, input in your time because you can't get that time back. You cannot. 
that's one thing you can't. That's one thing I want to say, black man, before we leave today. Make sure you do everything you need to do thoroughly. Take the time. Don't cut corners. Live your life to the fullest, positively, um, because you can't get this time back. You cannot get this time back. And so that's it. do what you need to do and take your time with it, though. That's it. Maximize man. it. That's it, man. <laughs> Maximize your time. Word. Words of the day to live by. Man, uh, Devon, we want to thank you, man, for coming on the show, brother. We thank you so much. Um, again, you, we want to give you a flowers. Hand clap. You know what I'm saying? Continue. Continue to do um, all that you're doing. Continue to be great. Um, I know there's nothing but greatness uh, literally written over your face and on your, on your chest and everything. You're about to be black Superman out here. You feel me for everybody. Thank you, man. you too. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you're, you're, you're really doing it out here. Um, and and again, I can, I can see. I, listen, I've been putting proclamations on everybody that come on the show, so I can see you. You know, Love. being being a, 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 a somebody. I, see, I see. Uh-uh, I, I don't want to put you in politics. Nope, you're too good for politics. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah I'm nah, actually nah. trying to go into politics. Where, see, in my mind, I was like, yeah, you would man. be a great ass senator, bro. <laughs> You'll be a dope senator. Yeah. Maybe the president. Come on, can we say that? <laughs> just saying. If that's what life has for me. Hey, hey man. Me, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to force it. You know, I'm just I'm just shooting the shot on the J. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, where you. can people find you? Where can people follow you if you want people to uh, mm. connect with you and everything? Yeah, for sure, man. Most places you can find me, Devin M. Vilfrard. Uh, Devin is D E V A N Amazon Michael Vilfrard B as a Victor I L F R A R D. You can find me anywhere pretty much. Um, that's my LinkedIn, that's my Instagram, that's my Facebook. Um, think that's my TikTok. Uh, <laughs> only thing that's different is my Twitter. Um, gotcha. my Twitter is Thoughts from Dev, and that's literally just because it's my thoughts. You know, right, that's what I'd be thinking, and I tweet it <laughs> so. Is that's that's the only thing different. Everything else is uh, Devin M. Bill Ferrari. Uh, you can find me uh, everywhere in Dawson Dev on Twitter. All right, cool, Devin. We appreciate you again for coming on the show. Make sure that you follow him. We'll have all of his links in the description when we have the episode out. And thank you to you guys who are listening and watching. We appreciate you for tapping in. This has been another great, great interview. Um, please tap in with some of our merch items that we have out. We have the summer shirts out, so make sure that you tap in with that. Go to our website, www.thcmedianetwork.com. You can tap the shop uh, tab, and that'll get you right to our shop hub, all right? Um, yeah, I think that's it. We'll be back with another episode, all right? This has been another one. <laughs> We out this piece. Y'all be good, and we'll be back with another one. Peace, love, and hair grease, y'all. Thank you.